Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Pushing Perspectives podcast, where pushing P is not the only thing that we push. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool, you know, inter- uh, integrate that in there, but I think that's really cool. Um, we, We're finally on. We got Apple Podcasts. We got uh, Amazon Music um, and Spotify. I'm really glad that I wanted to get those big threes into it just so that I can actually, you know, get more listeners in here. Um, I think it's pretty cool that, um, even just like, even for myself, just like I did it, it's mainstream. You can literally go up the Pushing Perspectives podcast right now and it's going to pop up. I didn't get the YouTube yet, but hopefully I'm going to post all the, the videos all at once just so I'm up to date on that. Regarding the scheduling and now everything, um, the scheduling, I, I'm like, I'm like trying my best. So it's going to be really hard. So I am going to be behind. Especially with school gonna be coming on and everything, school is gonna be like even harder on me because <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, your boy trying to, your boy trying to do big things, you know, a kid trying to move up in the world, a kid trying to move up. <sighs> so yeah, um, that's basically um on that. Um, please rate this show five stars just so that way we can move it, move up in the algorithm, algorithm, oh, and new listeners will be able to find us, you know. T- t- check us out what we're all about so yeah pretty much um we're actually gonna have a, a like a booty ton to talk about today i made sure to go ham on the um the show notes just so i can get a little more grip and a more sense of what we're going to do um we're gonna talk be talking about the top five games of 2023 you know it's still january um you know it, it's still in the, the the um the we're in a weird time where like we're still thinking about last year, but we're still also like going to New Year and getting our New Year's uh, resolutions going. Obviously, mine is I, I want it to be this. I want it to be like more structured, get better, all that jazz. Um, we're gonna talk about the, the the games that I look forward to in twenty twenty four. I mean, there's I mean I don't want to say there's a lot, but there's a lot that I. Well, for me, that I want to look forward to and that I really want to get just because of the fact that, bro, I love games. I love games. <clears throat> um, we're going to talk about, you know, some anime. We're going to talk about um, a movie that just came out that I really want to check out and uh, tell you guys about because I think it's a really good movie. Um, some We're going to talk about music, um, the mental checks. Can't forget those. Um, and just go, uh, closing out with the questions. So... Let's start out with the top five games of 2023. 2023 was a great year, but I only could only choose five. Only five. And my number five goes to Street Fighter Six. Street Fighter Six, when it came out, was just took the the world by storm. I remember when it came out, everybody was like playing, everybody was listening. And, like, just trying to, like, figure out what the game was all about. And I'm so glad when they released, because Street Fighter V, woof, that was dookie shoes. First of all, the um, they really stepped up their game with the online mode. They introduced net coding, so that way, I think it's net coding. I could be wrong. Where, um, where, where um, they have better connections with the fighters. Not fighters, but with the people actually fighting. So, I thought that was a, like, you need that. You need that in a fighting game. I'm not trying to teleport like Nightcrawler all around the map. Bro, I like I'm getting hit like sub zero and we're not even playing. Like I'm going boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, oh my goodness, man. So I'm really glad that they added that just so it's more like I feel more secure and I feel more motivated to play. But overall, I'm ass. I get my ass whooped all the time. Like I'm booty cheeks. I'm like booty buns to the second degree. Um, going into it, the mechanics, I really like how, um, in the game, they, to, to, um, to bring in the casuals, cause dude, I'm a casual, I, I ain't gonna lie to you, modern controls, I got no shame, I got no shame in modern controls, but in my house, when it first came out, it was like, it was like, it was, we were trying to like, one up each other, like, obviously, we were all making fun of, like, they were all making fun of me for modern controls. I definitely want to get better at it, but <laughs> I've got too much on my plate right now to even practice. But I, um, the, the, the mix with modern controls and, and classic, it, it just, it, it brings in new people to the game so that we can allow, so that it can allow, um, us to get into it. Cause now there's more people in, in that, 
in that space to really get better and to really train to and to get more not train yeah train but to get, uh, i guess more competition as the best way way to put it so i thought that was really cool to actually see even even in um for the for the last couple months not like when it first came out we were really getting into it like we were like we yo we <laughs> let me tell you me and my brother when we were playing it we were like we were competitive me and him we would get mad at each other like oh, you trying to you trying to hop back on yeah yeah and and it was just it was a blast but i i can only put it at number five just because of the fact that I didn't get too much hands on it, but I really had enough fun to put this on this <clears throat> on number five. I thought it was a really good. Um, it was a really solid game. Like even the world tour mode. Like I really like playing that. You create your own character. You get moves. You, you be talking um talking about mommy Chun Chun Libra. So yeah. I I overall it was just fantastic. Hold on, I gotta I gotta get a sip of some water. You know, I gotta I got a big jug talking i don't even i think this is a gallon but hold on let me uh rate that five stars rate this podcast five stars best podcast in the world nowhere else nowhere else you're gonna find this water <laughs> this water drinking this nice crisp water here but going forward i thought it was a really cool just overall like great game because there was a it was kind it was like a good solid like while I don't I don't want to put a time frame because I don't I don't remember but everyone on Twitter was talking about it every I was seeing clips it was like the funniest thing in the world so yeah that's gonna be my uh <clears throat> that's going going to be my number five all right so number four I, I actually forgot about this game this game like it comes to me comes and goes sometimes but we gotta talk about the Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> Hogwarts Legacy, man. Hogwarts Legacy, I like living my Harry Potter dream, man. Going in there, Expelliarmus, you know, Expecto Patronum. I don't. I'm using my my imaginary wand, but yeah, it was it was really cool. Like it was one of those things where I just like I just was stuck in the world. I was so stuck in the world. I'm a Harry Potter fan, but my my Harry Potter knowledge is like. I want to say, if if the the bottom of the barrel is not knowing anything right here, and like Harry Potter nerds is like off camera and off frame. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, that was gross. <clears throat> that was even more gross. But if if um if um the um what the hell I I couldn't even I just that burp threw me off. But oh yeah, if if the lowest bottom of the barrel is where like no knowledge is and all the way off frame is the top, I'd say I'm more towards middle high, middle high. I just think that I, I'm not the most knowledgeable, but I, I am to the point where I understand Harry I understand Harry, Hermione, um like the Ron's brothers. Like I, I have knowledge of that. But I've always wanted to be in Hogwarts, like the castle. Hogwarts Castle was crazy. There, bro, literally always something to do, bro. It, it was like there was always something, and the level of detail in the game was crazy. Like I, I would just sit there and put my controller on the table, and the the um, I would sit there and put the controller on the table, and the knights in the hallways would start fighting each other. I'm over here eating my food for a second, or then cleaning myself, because if you eat food and play video games with your nasty hands, bro, you deserve to be in jail right now. Yeah, I'm looking at you. Yep, yep, you in the back. Yep, mm -hmm, you. You deserve to be in a um in jail. <laughs> but, but um, yeah um, going with the castle again. It was just everything was alive. The only thing they missed out on was Quidditch. But I I like um a YouTuber was uh, I was watching a video and a YouTuber was telling me that um th that they were trying to save Quidditch to be its own thing like it was going to be more based uh on an, another game they were trying to make that in a, another aspect obviously they're gonna make a hogwarts 2 no question about that but i in the i i think they're they they missed the mark on on they missed the mark on just quidditch in general 
So going forward with the gameplay and the story, I think the gameplay was cool. There wasn't really a lot of stealth mechanics that I would like to see. I'm a very stealth kind of guy when I play games. I don't want to say everything, you know, in Skyrim, I'm not going to pick the Dark Elf and the Archer build, but I, 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 I do appreciate a good stealth game. Um, I'm looking at you, Dishonored. Dishonored was fantastic stealth, but I, I, I want to see more stealth coming from, from him. I, I, it's weird saying that I want to see more stealth coming from Harry Potter, but I don't know. The spells, though, like, the spells made you feel like you were in the game. It made you feel like you were in the game. But what really lacked for me was the story. I thought the story was very compelling, but I just felt like the side stories were were actually more interesting than the main story itself. And that's where it lacked for me, and that's why... That's why Hogwarts is at a four because of that reason. So, number three, number three might be make some pe some people mad, may not. I think this game, ah, this game, I, I again, this game, it just it disappointed me to my soul. It was so like I, it was good. Don't get me wrong, it was good, but I need greatness from this game. I need to feel like. I am this person, and that person is, is Spider-Man, is Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, it was a, I, the thing is, Spider-Man 2 is so great, but I need, I just need amazingness, I need amazing out of this game, and I don't think it delivered, it's, I, it, it's, it, let me tell you, it is great though, let me give it its flowers first. From the story, no, no, I would go from the gameplay. From the gameplay stand for traversing, it's never been better. It's, it's. First of all, I swing like I freaking spy, like I'm Spider Man. Like I, I just feel like I'm Peter going into this game. Peter and Miles, because you know, yeah, we, 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 we love that Boricua. We love that Boricua support. <clears throat> By the way, I love Miles. I, I love that he's Puerto Rican. It just it adds a lot to his character that I really enjoy. But sidetrack, sidetrack. The traversal in this game, the added addition of the web wings, I think it was a really smart decision because it just it made things. I just felt like I don't want to say I was Superman, but I really felt like I was Spider Man in like in Spider Man Homecoming. You know when he's up on the tower and you know he goes up and and he flies out. It just was such a. It was such a. Dude, I'm a. I ain't gonna lie. I need another sip, though. I'm, I'm porched. Give me a second. Yeah, I took a big enough step. I shouldn't have to need it anymore. But it just made me feel like I was a superhero in that aspect. I'm a sucker for superhero games in general. I think superhero games are the best. Arkham, all that. But it add, like Spider-Man, it added to the, like the combat. It it added a lot, and I see why they took away some features. Like the like there was a feature in the first. One, I think it was one of the web gadgets, but they took that off and they made it more like like a hot bar now. I thought that was such a that was an okay feature. I mean, I would prefer I got like the I don't know what the hell this is, but I, I I got I would prefer more or less the web wheel. I don't maybe I'm just tripping or not, but I just feel like I'm missing those gadgets. You know, I know those gadgets would probably make the game and the balancing probably a little unfair, but I don't know. Going now, the, the thing that that um bothers me is that it doesn't bother me. Let me that was a bad choice of words, but the the part of the game that I just I I um that I was a little disappointed with was the story. The story was great. I really like, regardless, I really liked Harry. Um, spoil. I don't want to. Um, yeah, you know what. It's it's been a year. If you haven't played it, tough cookie. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you want, uh, I'll probably put a time skip. If you want to step, uh, skip. But Harry as a symbiote, I think it was a very odd, not an odd choice, but a very very strange. Uh, no, I would say it's odd because of the fact that it like Harry's. Uh, from my knowledge, you know, I, I like comic books, but I, you know, I could be wrong. Harry was never really like with the symbiote or whatever. So it was a little weird seeing him and like it was it was, at a certain point in the missions it was like him it was like 
it was like the spider bros basically and i felt like that's more miles position and i understood why i took that because it's supposed to feel like that because uh that's harry that's peter's best friend but the uh like like going forward venom it was was amazing i think that what what really set him apart though and i i um was his brutality i liked his brutality but i think i think the fact that what stopped it is that it played it safe it was a very safe sequel and with that it 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 didn't really it didn't really take any risk and i when i when i play games and like that i was like all right i want to see a risk take i wanted someone to take a risk and i want not somebody i want them to take risk just uh you know spice it up a bit but this is a third game so i understand it's trying it's technically a third game in the series but a second game on the on the spider-man actual i don't know i i just think that it it, it struggled it didn't it struggled and it could have been better than it was I, I i really like it over street fighter and and hogwarts because i played the crap i played the shit out of uh spider-man so yeah, I think that's why it deserves a three. It was one. It was. Don't get me wrong. It was really, really fun, but I think the story held it down just a little. I mean, with Miles's part, I think Miles did a f fantastic job, and and them trying to balancing. And let me tell you, oh, Miles in this game, Miles in this game is, that's my dude, dude. That's my dude. That is my dude. I'm excited what they see in the next one. Hopefully, they they uh, they did this for a reason. But yeah, I can't put it any higher. So, going in at number two, number two, it, number two was a oh so good, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So Star Wars Jedi Survivor obviously is a, is a predecessor to the uh, the original Jedi uh, Fallen Order, and Jedi Fallen Order as this game came out and the trailer came out, Cameron, Monning, Cameron Monningham did a fantastic job at representing. Cal, uh, Cal Kestis. I think he did a fantastic in the first one in the second one too because it's just such a compelling story from I'm by the way I am such a Star Wars geek I love anything Star Wars anything about it I I watch all the movies I'm all caught up so obviously I think this holds a special place in my heart but Cal in this game went through some trials and he he went through man Man, gained a lot, lost a lot, but it's a very, he's a very different Jedi that I see, um, compared to the rest of them, and I, I really feel for him, and I really feel for what he feels, because of the fact that, basically, he loses everything, he loses, he loses his entire culture, his entire way, and the, the, the first two games are about, about him rebuilding that, and some challenges that are, that, that come with that, and I, I like how the second game, it, it doesn't fall into the aspect of, like, it's going to affect the main story. Because the main story, obviously, they had a bunch of time. They, it, it was a bunch of, uh, the main story, like, with Star Wars, it's weird. If you if you watched it, they like to um, interloop a lot of things into the main story. And sometimes the story can feel convoluted. But I don't think it, or the overall story, like, it, it can feel a little convoluted, but it, it didn't do that. They added just amount. And by the way, that was Darth Vader's worst year of his existence, man. That man went through it. He went through it. So yeah, I, I just think that it was like so good. Even down to the the I'm I'm a I'm a plat I'm a platform sucker. I really like platforms and I really like uh, platforming. And they like there was a there was a part in the game I don't want to get into it but I'm gonna keep it very vague where where Cal starts to jump through portals in the game and I'm like I'm like have my lightsaber in one hand I'm jumping through you know s slashing people it was just great and I really like the addition of all the new um, stances that they added I think the stances added such a big it added like a very big. What the heck? I can't say the word. A very big difference in each thing. So the customization on the lightsaber, fantastic. You can have the double-bladed, the single-bladed. You can have a blade and a pistol, which is fire, dog. And I think the cross, the, the cross scar in each one, they uh, have different properties to them. 
I'm a basic bitch, so I chose the regular lightsaber and the double-bladed lightsaber just for my playing style. Maybe if I go through it again, I'll switch it up. But I don't know. I was just, I you know, I was feeling that balance, you know. <laughs> through the game, I, I just, I don't know. The game in general was just fantastic. So, let's go on to number one. So, number one is a sleeper for me. I didn't know how good this game was going to be. I was, I was like, and, and again, I talked about it in the last one, the last podcast. You should already, um, you should already get some ideas. Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty, because it still counts. Phantom Liberty is like another game. Idris Elba did a fantastic job going in. It felt such like a James Bond movie. And I didn't, I, 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 I want to touch on it more because I don't think it gets enough praise. Going in there, um, there's there's uh, there's a couple. I don't want to get spoil this, so I'm gonna keep it as vague as possible. There's a scene where I'm just looking at, I'm like, wow, I am. This is like crazy. Like it's just like he did a phenomenal job. I can't, I can't. Even in some of the other people, like Songbird and the additive, uh, different ending that it poses for, uh, not Edge Runners. I'm sorry, Cyberpunk itself. It really changed the game, and it really added something fresh, and it really added something that I could really grasp onto and to um to really hold dear to me. Especially this, this like I already like Idris Elba. I mean, he does a fantastic job in whatever he does, but I think in this one, it just made me love him even more because of his acting and because of just his voice acting too. Like there, there's just a couple missions where you just feel like a badass going in there. So yeah, that, I just think that it was a, it's a, um, it's a different type of game, and I do, like don't want like it's just oh my god, CG Pro, CD Project Red did a fantastic job. Um, just coming back is just a comeback story for them, you know. I it's just they spent a shit ton of money trying to actually <clears throat> finish and build up, build up, um, back up the game because of the fail. But yeah, I. I can't say I can't say enough about this game without giving too much away. <clears throat> but yeah. So that's my my top 5 games of 2023. Um um if you guys if you guys have um if you guys are being um, more with this video, comment uh down below on the YouTube version what are your 5 games are all five, 5 2023 games cuz that's different from all time. So, so going into the top games to look forward to in 2024, um, I'm number five. I'm going with Final Fantasy Rebirth, and this is going to be a really odd one for me because I didn't actually play the remake, but I'm really excited for this game to come out so that way I can play both of them at the same time. Yeah, my back is killing me. <clears throat> so I can really play both of them at the same time. I've heard fantastic things about this game, so I really want to see what it's about. I hear Seth Roth's going to be in this game, so my eyes are like, I can't wait, you know. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic, you know. You just got to have fun, you know. You know, I'm just having fun with this podcast. I know, that was just a little random, but. <laughs> um, number eight, no, or not number eight, number four, another game I don't play. Shocker, right? Another game that I, I don't play. Tekken 8. Since Street Fighter got like has gotten me so like back into these fighting games, I know Tekken Eight. I I just want to see how Tekken Eight's gonna like perform that, but I I really want to get into that because I like the idea of the arena like turning and everything. Bro, I don't know. I might rage with that, but I think it's such a interesting concept to me. It's not new, but I I it's just a game that I really want to look out for and really see <clears throat> what it's about again. <clears throat> Excuse me. <sighs> oh my God! I talk, uh, you know. But yeah, so that's that's my number four with Tekken Eight. It's just something to look forward to. Number three now. Number three, I actually went back and played the previous game, and that would be The Wolf Among Us Two. I am sure that it comes out this 2024. I believe so, but Wolf Among Us One Season One was fantastic. I replayed that. A couple of, whoa, I replayed that a, a couple of um, months ago, and I, I forgot everything about it going into it. I know I was a little younger 
when I when I played when I w- was watching that game. So I really wanted to see what it was about. And let me tell you, Telltale, oh, chef, chef's kiss, chef's kiss through the entire thing. I think that they really they really know how to tell stories first and foremost. So I I, I can't wait. Even with the resurgence of Telltale actually back. I just really hope that they get like a lot of people buy this game and support Telltale as a whole, so they they continue to making more games. I, I the next game with them I actually want to play is the Batman, <clears throat> the seasons number one and number two I believe I don't know if they're divided in the seasons, but I'm a real Batman geek, you know superheroes, you know go figure. So and even the art style with uh, Wolf Among Us, the art style with with Among Us is like very different, and I I like that. I really like those type of games, not type of games, but type of art where I can just appreciate it as I'm playing the game. So, yeah. So, number two is actually the same for my top five games of 2023. Not the same, but same genre. So, it's going to be Star Wars. Star Wars Outlaw. I'm really, I'm, I'm not, I'm really like kind of curious to see what Ubisoft's going to do because Ubisoft's been having such like terrible luck, even how much money they're losing from their games. Even with Assassin's Creed Mirage, I just try to stay away from that. I don't really want to talk about games that I haven't played, but I'm just not really interested. Like, I'm interested in Assassin's Creed, but with the reviews and everything, that's another thing. With reviews can really, um, obviously shape the opinion of what you're going into. So I was really skeptical because it's, 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 the, the game wasn't full price, but it was still enough to make me go, eh. But going back to, I'm going on a, ta- a tangent. But um, Star Wars Outlaw has a female female protagonist, which I think is tough. It's back in the Empire, so I really wonder how that's going to wrap up with the story and really get that to see how they're going to add to it. The gunplay is very. I'm not going to lie to me. It's very generic. I mean, even with the speeders and everything, I'm really in it for the narrative to see how it goes. <clears throat> So, number one, we have Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. This is by Rocksteady, the same people who made Batman, the Arkham series. And they did not make Arkham Origins, but that was a very good game. I think that was by, don't quote me, Montreal, I think. Let me look this up real quick so I don't. um, Batman Arkham Origins Studio. Yeah, Montreal. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. Montreal. So, <clears throat> uh, um, the game. I, I, I'm. This is since it's Kevin Conroy's last performance. I'm really intrigued, even though since the controversy around it is very, is very. Um, I don't want to say bad, but it has a negative connotation because of the fact that <clears throat> it's a live service game. So what we're being told, and you know, there's gonna be microtransactions, which is like not good. <laughs> but it's gonna have microtransactions, so it's 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 obviously not gonna be the best. Hopefully they didn't they don't battlefront to it. But I'm really excited to see what Kevin uh, Kevin's last performance is. But not only that, I'm very intrigued to see how the the um the the uh, the game is gonna play in the story because obviously it's co-op. You know you're gonna grab the homies, they're gonna jump on whatever whatever. <clears throat> but I was looking at gameplay right. <clears throat> And a certain somebody popped into my ear. The Riddler. When I heard the Riddler in my ear going, hello, this, that, and the third, I'm like, whoa, this is taking me back to when I was a kid. And I just, I had to, like, I was like, oh my goodness. Because I just, I remember that sound. I just, it just, it's a, it's a core memory that I have. So it's something I, I stick to it. Gameplay-wise and mechanics, I really enjoy the, inter- the, um, the traversal, I, I I really like how it's in more of an open map, and it's more free. So like you swing, or I was looking uh, with Harley Quinn's gun, or um, or Captain Boomerang. I think he has a teleportation, but but and uh, but oh, that's what I was gonna say. I don't even know why I was skipping. But with King Sharks, like um, like it's almost like a Hulk jump. I think that's a really I I think it's cool. You know. But yeah, I think this is one of those games where I'm more skeptical. A lot of these games, I'm more skeptical to see how they're going to be. 
So, yeah, I, I would say this is going to be my, uh, obviously not wood, but I think this is going to be my, the games I'm going to look out for, the games I'm going to, like, an ear. I think, I, I would say I'm going to be playing these games. I think these are going to be a must-play games for me, regardless if reviews come out and they're going to be bad or not. <clears throat> but, yeah. So, we're at the 30-minute uh, mark, so I'm going to uh, take a quick break, come back, you know, get more refreshed, and we're going to get to it. So, See ya. Ooh, man, I, again, those brakes are nice. <laughs> brakes are, brakes are fantastic. You know, I get to re, redo my mind. So now, since I'm all, uh, I guess I'm, I'm, my my thirst is quenched. You know, I, I use bathroom, got a little break. Let's go back into the second part that we're doing right now. So. In so the other part, we we were talking about what what happened, what's going on, uh, top five games, and then what we look for in the future. Now let's talk about stuff that already happened. So recently, I don't know, maybe a month ago or so, the Attack on Titans finale actually took place, and let me tell you, it's fantastic, so good, so good. <laughs> that um, it, it was just so like ah. Uh, I don't know if people agree, but I just think it was so good. I just think there was a lot of levels and a lot of different. There was just a lot of different. Um, there was a lot of different. How do I say? I don't even. My head's so messed up right now. There was a lot of different layers to it that I didn't really expect that really made it for me. Because I really, I just, I really like the fact that you have to think. And I, I like that. I don't want to, again, uh, this one I'm going to put a spoiler because I'm going to, it's hard not to talk about the show without spoiling it. Spoiling it. So I'm going to put a, uh, a timestamp and everything. Hey, what's up, guys? This is actually uh, Future Joel here. Um, um, the the timestamp's going to be 37, ten, 37 minutes and 10 seconds. So go to that if you don't want to see. Now. Okay, so since everyone left, the the show itself was great. Aaron is just oh my god, so many different levels to his character. He's he just I think that like obviously not. I think freedom for him just means so much. So he actually is willing to do whatever to get it. And I I really appreciate characters like that who have this certain drive and want to continue and continue and continue. I think it's very admirable even from whatever side he, he's at going into it with levi and the rumbling i was actually very i was very nervous on how this was going to play out because of the fact that i wasn't really expecting i was expecting honestly i was expecting everyone to die like everyone at all and that's actually quite the opposite of what happened i was at, like when when um the rumbling was actually happening I, I really like the teamwork that was putting that that was put in by uh, all of them with Reiner. You have Peak, um, even Falco came in there at, at the end, and I thought it was a really good touch on, on everything. I don't. I was really confused with the fact of um, how Fa Falco gained the the flight ability if he's a beast, a Jaw Titan. But I guess that makes sense since he um, he drank some of Zeke's. Uh, on accident his spinal fluid ingested it so he he has new abilities <laughs> overall it i it felt more uh, for more or less uh, i think a satisfying conclusion to myself <clears throat> because of the fact that i just i like it's hard to talk about the show because of the like again the different layers i keep with this topic i keep stu like stuttering so let me <laughs> let me shake everything out you know hold on there you go. So, going into the actual thing, Levi was kicking ass doing the entire thing, bro. So, there was a part when Zeke, when Zeke was, uh, he's like, hey, Levi, I'm still alive. And Zeke, like, his, like, he was like, his, like, eyes freaking, freaking was so fierce and so sharp. He just, like, in one second, he freaking destroyed Zeke because of that aspect of, bro, he, he killed all his homies. Like, every single one of us got, not one of us. I mean, I, I'm his homie too, but I would I join the survey course? That's a, <laughs> I think this is a question for another day. I'm all over the place. So <laughs> oh, rate this podcast five stars. 
we're, we're best podcast in the world. But I I like I was listening to some videos on how Aaron was and how his mindset was and it's changed. And I really I really I don't want to say identify him because that man is insane. But I really respect why he did the way he did. He just wanted to protect his friends in the way the only he knew the only way he knew how. And I think that's very commendable. But I I just think that I I I agree. But also there's like there's nothing that could be done. So I think whatever situation you are, I'm fixing the curtains. Whatever situation you are, you you're on. You're just you're just fudged regardless. Um, with, I, I like how, I like how he feel like it makes sense now through the entire series of how guilty he is. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to everyone because of the fact of he know deep down Aaron's not a bad person, but he has to do bad things to, to really get where he's coming to and coming from. So I think it was a nice touch to started to see him like through the show, he started deteriorating his body and like, like by the end of it he was just lifeless because of everything that he's been through even me if i would if i let me fix this if i been through all that i i'm telling you i think i would i i don't know how i would operate it would just be too much for me in my opinion with all that riding on me it's just it was one of those things like it was a really good conclusion again it the, the, again this is such a hard topic to even talk about for me so So, we're going into, uh, there's another movie that I watched, that's why this podcast is late, called The Iron Claw. Let me search this up too, because I, I want to get as much information as I can, because I really want to do this movie justice. It's a, um, for what it is, Iron Claw um, Summary. I'm not gonna go too far into it, but basically, it's it's the true it's a true story of the Von Eric brothers, who basically were a they were a um a they were in the the competitive world of wrestling in the early 1980s through I want to say the 1990s too, but this this family they struck a lot of tragedy, and they just had a string of bad luck wherever they have gone. And throughout this entire movie, it I don't it just I what I really appreciated about this movie was the fact that it wasn't the fact that it what here um I can put this up too. This is what they look like right here. Um, I I can't see. There you go. This is what they look like right here. This is the old guys, and this is them right here. <laughs> but. I, I like how the fact that they, they hammer in brothers and the fact of brotherhood because I think that's very important not only in the story but with my own personal experiences. I mean, I have a brother. I have a sister. I'm the oldest one, so I, I want to look after them as much as I can. I just want to be the best that I, I can for them, and that's basically what the protagonist of this movie is trying to do, especially with, I think, Zac Efron. As um Kevin, <clears throat> excuse me, Kevin um <clears throat> Kevin Von Eric, I think that he like he was just doing the best that he can, and really trying to to do right by by his brothers, <clears throat> and I the what what I really appreciated about this movie I don't know if it was because of me specifically but when when certain things were happening in the movie that were like sad, it didn't for some reason it didn't hit me. Everything hit me at once. It was like each thing that happened, I was like, "All right, I'm not getting hit. I'm not getting hit." But the last one, the last thing that hit me, just like, I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "Every." I don't know if it's just my own personal how I am, but that last scene, it just I felt what the the protagonist was feeling. So I really appreciate that, um, how the director and how. Um, <clears throat> Everybody who made the film was trying to to, to aim it in that direction because I really I think everybody can identify with with this movie at least somewhat. I wasn't very knowledgeable in the van of the von the von Erics before this time before watching this movie, but afterward I'm glad that 
they've made um they've made awareness to the family and to really to spread that the the, the that their life and the fact that they they did what they they did that what they did and that they were good at it and they had success in it. So I think I thought that was a very cool thing to to accomplish. Um, in the cast, I, I think that um, again, um, Zac Efron did a phenomenal job in betraying that big brother aspect. And Jeremy Allen White, um, he was in Shameless. He he like delivered that like loving brother, um, in the sense where he wants to look out for everybody. Um, with this movie, there are some things that, like, I, I can take away and to really, to really cherish. And I, I think one of them is very important is to cherish your family. You know, whether it be the family that you make, whether it be the family that you were born with. Like, it's, it's just very, like, after this movie, I just wanted to go hug my brothers. And I wanted to hug my, my sister because of just how... It made me feel because I'm a very, I'm a very like, I'm a protect you kind of person. Like I, I will, I will use my body as a meat shield if I have to, if, if I love you. And that's, that's basically what this is. Like when, when you don't, when you can't do that and when people are battling things on their own, it's just a different level of, it's a different level of, of protection that you can't do. And I was looking into more, more of the, um, I was looking in more of the story with them and it's just, it's just sad. It's just very sad of how they, how that family is. And they didn't need, I, I don't agree with the fact I know under, I, they, um, there was another, they, they have four brothers in the, um, in the, in the movie, but there was actually five, uh, not four five. There was actually six brothers in total. And I'm, I'm kind of upset that they skipped past one of the brothers. I understand because of runtime, but it still made it, it. I don't know. I just think that showing that level of respect to that one person would have been a nice touch. I'm um, going on. I uh, I really like what they did with like like old like like um, you, you saw like. Uh, different aspects of life like the wwe what it was turning into or like wwf at the time and like how how rick flair was there <laughs> i thought rick flair was was pretty cool in the movie too so i think that overall this movie was fantastic i would rate it a if i could i would rate it a, a 9.5 out of 10 i think or not i would say 8.5 i think to raise it, it to add that other brother but you can always, you can, there's only so much tragedy somebody can handle. So I, I do get it. In real life, though, Kevin Von Eric, man, that man is a, I don't, that man is such a trooper that just, if, if anyone has time, go watch the movie. I, I recommend it. I recommend it a lot. But Kevin Von Eric, as, as a man, I don't, I, I don't understand how he, how he really, how he really went through life. I, I like his like his family held him down, but I don't know. I I don't know if like with my brothers and my sister, I, they're everything to me. I can't. So I I, I couldn't imagine them gone. So <clears throat> that that's my review on the Iron Claw. Go watch the movie. You haven't seen it. <laughs> it was fantastic. Whoa! I just kicked kicked the camera. That's scary. Okay. So going forward, we have. Music check. I like to. I wanted to add in this segment just to show everyone what I'm listening to at the time. Got my phone here. Um. So right now, I know my nerd. I've been listening to a lot of the um, cyberpunk. Uh, um, a lot of the cyberpunk music soundtrack because it's just so good. It's so good. So right now, I, I obviously from the album Starboy of by the weekend, listening to Reminder. Um, Kendrick Lamar's Rich Spirit, bro, that so good, man. That's another one, so good. I know. Um, what else I've been listening to? Um, putting you on. I've been listening to uh, Metro Boomins uh, with Don Tolliver's Around Me, um, Tory Lanez, Trippy Reds, and uh, Yoko Gold hurts me. I think that's another one. 
with whatever with the controversy with Lil Mosey, I've listened to Flu Game a lot. That's another good one. Um, yeah, that's what I really been listening to. Red Moon, Lil Uzi Vert. I just been in like a chill mood lately, so I just want something to put it on and then just uh just a vibe out really. I just been in a vibe out type of mood lately. And that is my music check. <laughs> I hopefully I get better at this, but yeah, that is my music check. Um, so yeah, so let's go to my men mental check. How I how I am right now and how am I doing compared to last week? I think last week I was in a very limbo situation, not situation, but very limbo state. I want to say now I think things have changed and I'm more, <laughs> I'm more. Um, there's whoa! I didn't mean for that to happen. I'm more in a in a what's gonna come next. So I don't want to get too into it, but a situation has recently occurred and I don't know how to go about it and I don't know what to do because I just, I'm a very, I'm a very, I, uh, let's just say my, my friends used to call me a Captain save -a because I would just, I would just have this uh, saving mentality that I want to save people. And that obviously has, that obviously like sucks and that obviously like has been weighing on me, not weighing on me, but holds me down sometimes. And I don't mean to do this, but I don't want to say it's like a hero complex or anything. Cause that's not what it is, but I love people and I want people to be okay. And when people are not okay, it just hurts. It hurts a lot. Um, but yeah, um, right now I, I think I'm doing okay. I've been very detached with everything lately. I've been trying to focus on success because success is like, I think success is everything to me right now. It's just everything. Obviously there's more to life, but I just, I can't, I feel like if I don't succeed, I won't make, I won't like, I won't make it, man. I, I feel like I have a lot of people who are relying on me who expect me, not expect, yeah, expect me to get sh shit done and expect me to really try my, my hardest and bust ass with my dreams. So that's how I am right now. <clears throat> Um, so now let's get into some of the questions that we have. Um, so going, so going into this, these questions are again, questions that people have gave me that they want to answer and that they want to, uh, they want to hear my input on it. So before I get into that, I want to tell, I want to, um, this 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 thing has come into my head recently and it's the word stoic so stoic it means determined not to complain or show your feelings especially when something bad happens to you for example we knew she must be in pain despite her stoic attitude whoa i didn't even know oh dang it oh there you go i'm back <laughs> uh my, my phone was stripping out but with that being said, in my head, is it bad to be stoic? Because now in this generation, I just feel like, obviously, I it's it's okay for men to feel their feelings, but, like, I feel like there's a stigma on people not, like, people not opening up, and my question is, is is to, is being stoic bad, or is is it bad to be stoic? And these are just my thoughts right now. Uh, they're subject to change, but I, I just, I don't know. It's just something that very, that like, it's, it's whole, uh, you know, when you have something in your heart that you really want to like, like think about, I, I, I would say that that's what's going on with me with stoic, because I feel like I don't show my feelings when I'm supposed to, when bad things happen, but it's also a good thing. I'm not saying I'm stoic because of course I get, I get upset. I get everything, you know, obviously my, I feel, I would say I, I'm, I feel a lot, but I don't know. It just came into my head because if someone's stoic and you don't really understand, is that a good thing or a bad thing? For example, being stoic, if something bad happens to you and you're with somebody, they're not going to freak out. So they're, they're going to be level headed throughout. You know, or they could be freaking out on the inside. But I feel like when you have that I, I'm put together mentality, 
I think that you, you really have a chance to shine and to really pull through because of the fact that you can think more clearly and to really find a solution to what you're searching for. And I think that that's something that it's been like, I've been going back and forth with because again, when I, previously what I said with this generation, this gener, I'm not, I don't want to, I just, people in my generation, it's just, it's looked down upon to not show your emotions and, 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 and to be, to have a, and obviously ha having a healthier mindset is great and everything, but is there, I, I just, is there situations where I'm just thinking out what I'm like. I'm just saying what I think at this point. So is there situations where being stoic obviously is good? Yes. Is there situations where being stoic is bad? Yeah, obviously. But where obviously with things as I'm, I'm working through, there's balance in everything. That's that's one thing that really like sh like strikes me is balance. I really want to get like a not a like a obviously bro, I'm, I'm big. So I want to lose weight but i want to get a um a balanced tattoo whether it be the balance in the four elements the balance in a scale i'm just very not obsessed but i'm very intrigued with balance with even with koi fish like or like the yin and yang i don't know it, it's one of those things that are that i'm just i i don't want to say i'm fixated but i just am very i don't I very intrigued by that's a good word to put it. I think that we all could use a little balance in our lives and it can all be great. Um, but yeah, that I would say that's my, um, my, 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 my question, like my, my thoughts on this topic. So one of the questions that were asked are, is do you tell friends that you love them? And I, I picked this like, I wanted to, to single out this question because of the fact that, yeah, I think it's great to tell people that you love them. And it doesn't even have to be romantically. I just feel like every, life is so short. To, I just want to tell everyone that I love them because I do. I love people. And I want I want people to know that I love them just in case something bad happens. And just just in case this may be the last moment with them. And that's, I don't know, I think that's a very dark way to think about it, but I just want every moment with them to be meaningful. So that way, if something happens, we'll always have that good memory with the person or with that other person. Even when I'm off the phone with people, I'm like, hey, I love you, bye. And it doesn't even have to be like, <clears throat> like anything. When I was, when I, I want to say a year or two ago, um, my, 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 my one of my one of my good friends used to say I love you to like to to her to her friends, and I was just thought that was weird. I was like, why are you why are you doing that, bro? Like why are you doing that? Like there's no need for it. But as as the as things like started to progress and like I like started opening up and to see more things, I understand why. It's just it it's nothing. It's not. It's not anything it's just a level of of appreciation to the person really is i i i really like i really like that and i really want people to know that so again it's it, and it's very good make sure you tell your friends you love them tell your family you love them wow this is just a an appreciative podcast right now we're appreciating everyone <laughs> But make sure to tell your family, your brothers, your sister, anyone that you care about, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, um, your partner, and just tell them that you love them. You know, it's life is short, you know, enjoy it. Okay. So uh, the last question here, <clears throat> what's something that's holding you back? Is it affecting your happiness? Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna name I would say three things. I'm gonna see if we're gonna name three things that are holding me back. I'm gonna say number one is people. Number two is my discipline. I don't know why I have this middle finger up. I wanna say number three. I'm not um number three is my my grades. I'd say my grades. I'd say my grades. 
So we're going to do them backwards with grades. I had this teacher last semester. Oh my God. Public speaking was the worst. It was just so bad. And granted enough, that's what I'm doing right now. So <laughs> hopefully I get good at it. But <clears throat> she just was very hard on me. And I, I don't know, like, like not just me, but the entire class. And I understand why, but I don't at the same time. Because you need, I think Slack is very important, especially in this time of, like, our, de like, development. I think pushing somebody too hard will eventually lead to their downfall. Because <clears throat> you'll push them, like, like, off a cliff or, you know what I mean, just pushing them in general. So... I just think that pushing them too hard can be a bad thing sometimes, especially when that bro, that professor was so extra, so extra on everything. I guess we're doing this in like a weird order, but people is another thing. Well, with grades, with grades, she gave me a bad grade. Um, um, she gave me a bad grade, so therefore I sometimes there's a college that I want to go to, and now that I have to I have to fix my mistake and try harder. And like a different avenue, but yeah. So number number three grades, uh, grades number two. We're gonna say, obviously, people. I think there's some people, not just in my life, but just in general, that hold me back. I want to be the best person I can be, but sometimes, whether it be maybe they're not doing the right thing that they should do, I'm a very person that like I want the good energy around me. If if I don't have that good energy around me, and I don't. Uh, bro, if, if you're not cooking, I'm not cooking. I got to be cooking. You got to be cooking. Like, bro, we got to start eating together. You know, we got to we gotta really put in our foot, my, our best foot, and really try to see what we can do. So I would just say people in general. And, I, dang, I forgot the last one. It was, it was grades. It was people. Oh, my God, I forgot the last one. Dude, I just had it too. Oh my god, I don't want to look back through the footage, but um, damn, rate this show five stars, bro. <laughs> I I'm just gonna say two right now. <laughs> rate this show five stars. But yeah, those are my two. If you really want to know, comment below and I'll I'll make sure to respond. <clears throat> but yeah, so I, I answered all my questions. So now, closing out, I want to talk a little about success. So. I, I can even say success is that I would say the last one is success. I change it to whatever, whatever it was success. I think success holds me back in a way because I really, I fixate on success. I'm really obsessed with success. And sometimes that can be a very unhealthy thing. And I'm just always chasing that. I'm like, I gotta be successful. I gotta be successful. I gotta be successful. But it's just, sometimes it's not. Sometimes I got to really, again, take that, give myself some slack and be like, listen, bro, you're trying the best that you can. You, bro, you can't do everything. And sometimes I got to tell myself that. It's just, I, I got to take it easy on myself. So that's the, that's the last one, success. I, I'm really dealing with success even now. I, I don't know how it's going to be in later, later renditions of my life. So I really, I'm curious to see and look back of how, how things change on my, my input. That's one of the great things about podcasts, bro. If I just want to like go back to see what I was thinking or how I was, bro. I'm like, yo, what I was thinking this date. Oh, by the way, I, I probably should have said this in the beginning, but we're, um, I'm recording this on uh, January 15th, 2024. It's, um, it's my brother's birthday. So I'm about to say happy birthday to him at 3.37 AM. So yeah. <laughs> But what can you see in the future from this podcast? So going forth, I'm going to, I want to do more in-person podcasts. So it may not be in this room. I'm going to have another guest. We're we going to chop it up. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about their experiences, what they want to do in life. It's about to be, we're going to have a great time, bro. We're going to do some rankings, maybe talk about music with them, whatever they, whatever they uh, want, really. It's going to be great. The next podcast I, I definitely want to have a guest. So if there's not a guest, if there is, you're just going to have to wait and see. And yeah, it's going to be a great, great, great 2024. I can't have to, I cannot wait <laughs> because this is a second podcast. And uh, listen, it takes, I think, four weeks to, to make a routine. So I'm going to try to make a routine out of this, get better. So yeah, e even recording this, getting up, I was like, 
I was like, ah. But here I am. You gotta come on. You gotta celebrate. Yes, you gotta celebrate. Celebrate the the, the small wins in life. <clears throat> so yeah, that was it. Um, that's the plan for twenty twenty four. Um. And yeah, I I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for really putting in your time to really listen and really ha- have the to maybe some feedback and everything. So again, you can you can hear me on Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search up the 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 pushing po- uh, the pushing perspectives podcast on those platforms. Make sure to rate it five stars, please, please, please. Make sure to rate it five stars so that way I can move it up in the algorithm and that way I can really start taking things to the next level and really start to develop what I really am. Bro, I feel like I'm like, I feel like right now I'm like, I don't want to, I'm a teen Gohan. No, not a teen Gohan, I'm like kid Gohan. But I have the opportunity to become like ultra, not ultra instinct, but um, beast Gohan. I'm right now I'm at Kid Gohan. I need to read Super Saiyan first and read Super Saiyan 2 Ultimate. It's levels to this stuff, bro. It's levels. So it's going to be great. So thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. It's been such a pleasure. And you can see me on the next podcast. It actually feels super good to say that. <laughs> so my name is Joel. And I'll catch you on the next time. See ya.